Man, the long-rumored deal for Julio Jones finally, finally happened at about uh, noon or a little bit before on Sunday. And this is a situation, Kay, where really since probably three or four days before the draft, it became clear to the teams involved that at the very least the Atlanta Falcons were willing to consider dealing Julio Jones. And when uh, they did not deal him before the draft, then it was just a matter of, when is the actual deadline? When are they willing to do it? They wanted to be patient to make sure they got as close to a first-rounder as possible. And, of course, the mandatory minicamp for the Atlanta Falcons is this week. This was a pseudo-deadline for the Falcons to say, you know what, let's wrap up this issue. Julio Jones had requested a trade. They wanted to be as good as possible, as human as possible, to one of their franchise icons. So, really, this was a situation where you had the Tennessee Titans, who had a second rounder on the table, a couple other teams circling, Rams, 49ers, Ravens, uh, not much firm, didn't sound like, besides the Titans. So, yesterday morning at around 9.15 or so, it was clear it was going to be the Titans. It was just a matter of, was it going to be for a second round or a little more in the end it was a second rounder and a 2020 2023 fourth rounder to the falcons for a six rounder in 2023 an all pro receiver julio jones a new team and a massive massive weapon for the tennessee titans it has finally happened kevin johnson has announced his retirement from football um, what other big moment could get us all together to uh, have a little bit of a chinwag? This is the Transatlantic Titans podcast. It's it's probably been a few weeks, but there's been some news that, yeah, we just thought we'd get together and have a chat. I'm Adam, Miles, Brian and Neil are with me um, to, I don't know if there's anything else that's happened. Let's talk about Kevin Johnson. I mean, it was a bolt from the blue, wasn't it? Um, Miles, did you see that one coming? No, and there's there's been you know rumors in the Twitter sphere for for weeks that something was going to happen Titans related and big news and you know when it suddenly happens and you just don't see it coming and it's it's completely not me for six to be honest. <laughs> um, that's that covered. Um, we should probably mention um, well before we go off air after fifty seconds or whatever. Um, there's been a trade. Um, Brian, tell us about the trade. And the Titans have addressed a need at wide receiver. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it definitely yeah, has. Yeah. It definitely this, has. This guy called Julio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could you be more excited for, for an incoming incoming trade? Uh, well, Neil isn't, but we'll go there. <laughs> we'll, go yeah, we'll, come to, we'll come to that in a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think me and Sal have been kind of salivating over the prospect of getting Julio for a while and kind of like smoking in existence. Um, for me, like he's still the best best around, one of the best to ever do it. And yeah, can't wait to see him in two-tone blue. It, it's barely believable. I mean, I, I there was a sense of excitement about Clowney all last off-season. Um, I don't want to make that comparison, um, but may, maybe that's for you to do, Neil. Um, you were less... We were, I mean, we were chatting about this possibility a couple of weeks ago. Um, you were less excited than the rest of us, should we say. Would that be fair? Yeah, I suppose uh, if I were a GM, I'd probably be a lot more cautious than John Robinson is. Um, <laughs> but I, I suppose when we were talking like three, four weeks ago, it were all hypothetical. And actually, now nah, it's, it's, it's kind of laid out in front of us. I think... For what we've given up, it's 
well worth the risk. I mean, a lot of people get in their heads about how valuable draft picks are, what you can do with a draft pick and what you can't do with a draft pick. And the second round draft pick is what, 25, 30% shot of being maybe a quality starter. I don't know the, 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 the exact figure on that, but second round draft picks are not sure things is what I'm trying to say. And I think well, no, no, get... first rounders as we've just no, proved. No. <laughs> yeah, I think if you can get two years out of Julio Jones, even at seventy-five percent of what he's, he's played at in Atlanta in the first seven or eight years in his career, I think a second round pick will, will look like a steal. Uh, I just I mean, the only thing I would temper it with with is I don't I don't think this is a silver bullet. I've seen a lot of Titans fans speaking as if you know it's like the final piece of the jigsaw, etc. And I have no doubt whatsoever that as offense will, will put loads of points up. I just think there's a lot of question marks in other parts at roster, but obviously that's a debate for further down the line. Um, on the face of it, we're, it's so untitans like for us to be a, a bus team in the news like we are and things like that. And, and that's just a nice glow to bask in for a few days. Is it though? I'm not sure how I feel about that. It's, it's a funny thing. We... <laughs> We're just irrelevant as a as a team. That, that's how the world sees us. The Titans are irrelevant, unremarkable, boring. Even with the everything that Derek Henry's produced in recent years, we still have that kind of reputation. And there's there's this reaction everywhere of, oh yeah, but they've done this, but they've got no one to throw to him. Well, okay. Um, there's, there's always something. This you know, if it was Green Bay or if it was New England or the Cowboys or. I was going to say fashionable team. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about all of them, but you know what I mean. It would be, it would just be positive. Yeah, um, can, and, ev- and the world would be excited about watching watching them. But it's yeah. it's still the Titans, so we we can't quite go that far, can we? I mean, can you um, imagine if Dallas had have made this move? There'd have been so <laughs> many spicy takes today from various, Bayless, various corners of social media about how many Super Bowls are going to stack up and. It's just, you know, no matter regardless of what Tennessee does, they're always in their lane, in effect. As far as, you know, your Adam Ranks of this world go. Uh, He he was excited. Um, So we're probably going to go 5-12 and now in his eyes, at least. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Miles, as, you know, historically the the most positive person on this podcast, um, I'm I'm guessing (laughs) you're pretty cock-a-hoop as well. Yeah, I mean, when we were having all our theory talk the other week where uh, obviously they were showing a bit of concern, to me it was more that how could the league let it happen where AJ Brown and Julio Jones are going to be on the same field as Derek Henry where you've got to stop something and are you going to stack a box against Derek Henry who, by the way, has got an extra game from last year, he'll probably have, I don't know, 30,000 yards this season. Oh, no, we, we, so suddenly we can't do that. Oh, yeah, because they've got Julio Jones over there. Well, we'll use two go Mark Julio Jones. And then the other quarterback sort of looking around going, well, hold on, I've got AJ Brown over here. It's, I'm happy for everyone to sleep on Tannehill the way that they have been as well, because statistically, and I hate to always bring statistics into it, but statistically, he's been up there with every single elite quarterback that there's been the past couple of years. And you can base it on his history with Miami and everything else and how that went, but that's irrelevant now. In the scheme that he has with the Titans, he is an elite quarterback. And I think 
I mean, we can Derek Henry can throw the ball up to Julio Jones, and I've seen him catch the ball over Luke Keekley and all the greatest linebackers that you've seen in the league of the past ten years. So, to me, it's, I don't know how the league's allowed it to happen. I'm very happy they've let it happen. Um, I do agree there's still the ongoing concern about we were still unable to stop third down, but let's see how that's happened. Let's see what the defence does. But if we can score a 50-burger every single time, then it's going to put us in a good position to uh, to win games. So I, I was one of them where I thought if it happened, it would be unbelievable. Um, did I see it happening? I think there was rumours about the Patriots and other teams that I could have maybe seen it happen. And I mean, we're forever the Titans, aren't we? We're, we're the team that we're the team that no one talks about. No, so for us to suddenly be the big thing on like GMFB today and all over the NFL Network, it's it's a surreal position. And hopefully the team and the entire, well, the whole Titans fan base sort of get behind the team and let's really push on this year because we've got on paper what is a Super Bowl winning or at least getting their team. I think there's a couple of holes on defence, but... I, I asked this question to our group saying, is there any other offense you'd actually rather have in the NFL right now? Well, and I could, nobody I could, had an answer. Nobody had yeah, an answer. Yeah, exactly. We, we couldn't, it's all one good. You could say and you can swap out Mahomes and have Mahomes, maybe Kansas's offense, but I generally think we have two of the top five receivers in the league and the best running back in the league. And Tannehill's been a top five quarterback. I, I mean, going into a season with that sort of statistics behind you, I can't see how it. Uh, fail, so no pressure to uh, Vrabel and the guys. Um, well, well, there there is going to be pressure now. Um, that that's that's definitely going to be a thing. And I mean, you mentioned you mentioned the defense for for Tennessee. I mean, I, actually, I'm not sure tonight's the time to the time to talk about that. I mean, there's nothing nothing new to report there. Um, but it's it's sure going to take some pressure off if you've got an offense that isn't just. I mean, it was we were capable of scoring 40 points a game before, but now you think that could be a lot more consistent. Um, I'd rather look at what opposing defences are going to do. <laughs> As you said, Brian, you're an opposing defensive coordinator. You're up against Tennessee, AJ Brown, Julio Jones, obviously Derek Henry. Um, what do you do? Huh. <laughs> what, what do you do? Exactly. <laughs> I can't, I can't um, wait to find out what what the what defense is doing. You've got your safety back to, to obviously help cover with the with the receivers, and you've got you've got a Derek Henry running through the middle who's probably going to you know bust the twenty yard run off. Um, yeah, like you say, if you bring him in towards the boxes, you, you you're going to leave one of those guys free. I mean, it can't be easy to guard. You got to probably hope one of them drops it. <laughs> I think that's as uh, as good as Multiple you got to get. Times. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, providing our our O line can obviously keep Panel safe, I mean, we should be pretty lethal to be honest. I'm not too concerned about losing Arthur Smith. I think I think it's largely going to be the same offense with, with maybe a different player caller. Okay, um, I mean, Neil, do you see? I mean, let, let's ignore any possible injuries and anything like that at this stage with with this personnel. Um, I mean, just despite any reservations about the value of draft picks or salaries or or anything else, um, I'm I'm just delighted that the Titans are throwing the dice. 
we're, we're a team that we wouldn't have done this five years ago, surely. Um, can you can you see? Oh yeah, how how the sky's the limit, right? Yeah, I mean, because I think we've got other parts of a roster, uh, especially the offensive line, which is good, very good, sometimes elite, but it's aging. It's 30, 31, 32, and maybe in a couple of years' time, when that unit starts to wind down and we're looking to replace key positions, you don't make a move like like getting Julio Jones. But while you've got a, a, a top running back in like the prime of his career, who's without a doubt the best in the league, and you've got a, a young receiver who is still making his name in the game, but he's, he's obviously looking like he's an elite talent as well. And then you, you put it together with an offensive line that's not really spoke about as one of the best, but is really, really solid. If they play anything like competent offensive line play, I can't see how we don't match last year's offense, at least regardless of whether Arthur Smith's calling the players or not. I, I think one thing you'll miss with Arthur Smith is uh, he's got a bit of maverick in him. You know, he sometimes rolls the dice with his player calling, and I don't know whether he'll get that with, with the new player caller. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But I think, like, I think to your point, it's probably the perfect time to make this kind of move, especially for, like we discussed earlier, a second-round pick, which by all intents and purposes is a crapshoot when you come to picking it. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more with that. and I, I think generally draft picks are overvalued. Um, so I look at trade sometimes and think, well, actually, even for first rounders sometimes. I mean, you look at um, what um, the sorry, the, yeah, the 49ers have given up to to go and get um, Trey Lance, and you think, yeah, that's that's bonkers on the sound of it. But you actually think about it, how you know, how many how many of these picks hit? Um, they, you know, he he may be a bust, I don't know, but they've decided that he's someone that they want to go and get. Um, they're the 49ers have had a they lost the Super Bowl and they've had a, a bad season with it, mainly due to injuries to be fair. But they've gone, right, we want this guy. We're gonna go and get him. I mean how how many first rounders actually hit big time? Yeah, um, and um, how many uh, Kansas City fans are wondering who they would have picked with the extra first they gave up from Holmes? Nobody's yeah. asking that question. <laughs> Quite Do you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant to hit on a draft pick and have that five years cheap contract. And it's brilliant to hit on later draft picks like we have done with Jayon Brown and, and Kevin Bayard. But they're few and far between. They're not every year occurrences. And I, and I feel right, like around the time of the draft, when you're reading all the analysis, it's as if every pick's going to hit one to seven. Yes, 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 yes. And it just it just doesn't happen. And I, I don't think if, if we get too even... If, if, if Julio Jones comes back to the pack a little, but we're still a really good team, we'll not be thinking about what we could have done with that second round pick. Everything as well pointed to it may, yeah, there was a big hole at wide receiver with the way we approached free agency, the way we drafted. I mean, we can maybe talk about the tight end position in a minute with, with Corey Davis and Johnny Smith going. Um, we obviously touched on this the last time we podcasted. We had Mike Herndon. Um, we were talking about the same thing. Obviously, Julio came up in that conversation, and um, because it just it seemed like a, a big gaping hole, and yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just delighted because it's it's it would have been very easy to have not done this trade. It I wouldn't have been shocked to have heard that 
Julio had gone to the, the Patriots or the, the Raiders or, or somewhere else and we've missed out. But, you know, John Robinson's gone. He's not only gone and got him, but he's got him and not actually given the farm up either. It's just It just seems fantastic to me. And it, as you say, Neil, exactly the right time. There, we're not going to die wandering. We're not going to look no. back at this at this point and say, "Oh, we should have gone and got this guy." And even if even if we don't get a, a stud tight end at this point, I'm I'm pretty happy. I mean, it's it's kind of never ever shirk the big decisions. We went and got Tannehill when we still had Mariota. We yeah. went and got Clowney and Beasley because we needed pass rushers. They didn't work out, but it didn't shirk that decision. And I think he deserves a lot of credit for that. I 100% agree with that. I, I mean, there are some some out there who will look at Clowney and Beasley and think that Robinson's messed up. I, I, I see it the same way as you. I see it completely differently if you don't try these things. Um, it's, it, it's different if you're in the position of, well, the Falcons right now or you know, the, the Jags or the Texans in our division who are rebuilding. They're looking towards the future. You don't make a move like that and give up a big chunk of your, your salary cap. Um, but where the Titans are, you know, this is <laughs> this is our chance. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, Miles, what do, what do we reckon? Super Bowls, 56, 57 and 58? Is that, can we, can we get all three? I was thinking of 59 as well, but I had to work out the age of some of the people and where they'll be in terms <laughs> of contracts. But um, I, haven't, I haven't planned a full arm space for the tattoos yet of each one of them. I don't want to get them all done on the same day. Maybe have a couple of days between them just in case. Um, but I liked what you said about um, Clowney actually bringing it up, that last year, again, it was very easy that Clowney could have gone to a team like the Seahawks or someone else. But the Titans have gone, no, we've identified we need this. We know our team's in a position where there are a couple of big hits away from that Super Bowl push. We've proven that we're, we, we compete and we have a weapon in Henry that teams don't like playing against when it comes to playoff football. And then they've gone, well, now to add what's already one elite receiver to another one. It's again, Robson going, we've identified that we are that one position away from potentially being that Super Bowl hit. And even though Clowney was, a, well, we'll call it a flop, he didn't get a sack or anything, but um, he tried really hard. Um, it's still showing that desire that they identify and that this team is ready to go now. It's not a build for the future. And it's not a, like you said, none of us would have been shocked if, if he hadn't have signed, but he has, and it's a real credit to the team to sort of say, right, little, yeah, we're going to have a lot of pressure on us this year by making a signing, but we feel we're ready to do it. So we need to, um, yeah, push on and see see how they do. The other thing I love about this is it's it's clearly a move that Julio himself really wanted. Um, and technically, it's not his decision. It's a trade. It's not as if it's not like Clowney was, where he's he's got the pick of um, wherever he wants to go. But it... Yeah, it wouldn't have happened if he hadn't been so on board. Uh, that was, you know, as silly as it seemed, AJ Brown's recruitment <laughs> and all that, all that stuff around his his social media. Um, maybe that made a difference, but he wanted to come to the Titans. He wanted to come to a team that can win, and that that makes me feel warm inside as well. <laughs> on um, yeah, on a, on another note, um, the the tight end position, um, we which. It's it's the only gap on offense um, for for sure. Now, um, let's just quickly touch on it, Brian. Are there any 
Oh, any names you think we should be we should be looking at at this point, assuming that Ferkser isn't going to be tight end one, which, by the way, you could do a lot worse. Yeah, well, obviously we're, we're all big fans of Ferkser. Uh, I quite I quite actually liked uh, Swaim as well. He, I thought he was uh, he looked pretty good to be honest. But we we have lost obviously uh, John and we uh, more years we also more lost, years. Uh, Michael Pruitt. I think he went to has he gone to San Francisco? I can't remember where he's gone. He's gone somewhere. So we, we kind of are a little bit like that. And obviously there's guys like Zach Ertz who would be the dream, but I just don't see how we can afford him. Uh, OJ Howard, picture with Derek Henry today, fingers crossed. Uh, but I mean, there's probably, there's probably going to be a move made. I just, I'm not sure it's going to be, I'm not sure it's going to be any of the guys we, we would hope for. It's probably going to be another guy like Michael Pruitt, who we thought who at the time, you know, like a solid blocker. And then, Ferks is going to be the catching tight end, which we all know he's he's pretty good at. Yeah. Apart from yeah. That line against the Texans, I think he's been pretty reliable, hasn't he? I mean, he he, don't, he lacks the the physicality of Johnu Smith, but then yeah. so do most people. Uh, it's it's and and yeah, given what what we've got at other positions, I'm not not going to get too upset. Neil, is there any any anyone you had your eye on? No, I just I, like going back to what we we're, were touching on earlier. I, I think if if the right deal comes up or the type of player that's like maybe wanting a one year prove it deal with some pedigree, I don't think John Robinson will shirk from that decision because we can just. I, I was just thinking while we were talking. Then I mean, fifth year options: Conklin, no, early; Corey Davis, no, early. It, it just it just doesn't shirk any decisions. Simmons injury history don't matter. Wanted. Caleb yeah. Farley, injury history, don't matter, we're wanted. So if, if a time comes up and there's some cap acrobatics that I can do to, to, get it on his, to get that guy on his roster, I've no doubt whatsoever that he'll do it because I think he's just not so much playing with house money because obviously there is pressure on his job, but I think he, he don't want to leave anything on the table when he leaves this job. Yeah, And I think everything he does points to that. Just by the way, quick quickly, I love the words cap acrobatics. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hear more of that. Title, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Any any final thoughts on um on the news, Miles? Yeah, the only the the main thing I actually took from it was we're a big ass team. If you look at this, uh, again, I hate to not so much statistics, but Julio Jones, what six three Brown. Probably very similar. All our receivers are around the six foot two, decent sized build. Never mind Derek Henry, who's a freak of nature. I mean, I still continue to watch his gym routines while eating ice cream and burgers, <laughs> sobbing, saying, Why can't it be me? Um, but if you think about it from a tight end position, I almost feel like let's just get the biggest, best blocking tight end we can and go space jam up and in the league and just literally physically dominate, which is what Derek Henry does best. And then if you're adding Brown and Julio Jones, who would have go up and get the ball sort of players. And I think this is why we took our wide receivers. When you look at them now, you think, well, actually, there's a bit of a risk to them. But in terms of the physical attributes that they possess, it actually makes a lot of sense. And I feel like we're going, for, we're, we're going to be one of them teams that not only are we going to be skillful, but we're going to be physically dominating. And I'd love the idea of just bringing in, a, like I said, Zach Ertz, I think, is like 6'8 or something. Um, he might not have the speed anymore, but 
I mean, physically, he's going to throw you about. Or even like, you know, I was trying to think of like the best blocking tight ends that are available out there. And there's people like Mercedes Lewis, who probably can't do a lot now. But blocking, he was great. And he'll get in your face and he'll smash you about. And I think that's what we need to look for. Originally, I was all for like OJ Howard or David Njoku. Again, big people. Um, I just feel like we need we need to add to that dominance, really. We don't want Johnny Smith physically was great, but I think we need someone big who can add to the rest of the receivers in that O line and Derek Henry and everyone else, and we just physically dominate the league. Uh, I'll, Walker, I'll never forget uh, the great Chris Wesley saying that every other team in the league wants wants to take you to a track meet, and the Titans just want to beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a lot earlier in John Robinson's tenure. <laughs> um, Brian, hand yourself any other final thoughts on this? Yeah, just uh, I briefly mentioned it there. There's a there's a guy called Delaney Walker out there with our team. I know he's been sort of training with the uh, the Forty Niners, but you know, wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice to just get him back? <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I think they might have. Well, if they haven't got him, they're close to getting him in the sound of it. Um, but I I don't know. I, I think that. The romantic in me would love that, but how effective he'd be after those injuries and his age, I'm not so, I'm not so sure. Um, but oh yeah, wouldn't it be? The uh, the heart in me would obviously obviously be delighted with that as as we as we all would. Um, yeah, Julio Jones, a Tennessee Titan. In fact, we'll we'll well we'll end with we'll just a bit of non-Titans related to to finish the podcast. We haven't got together in a while. Um, before we do. Who gets number 11? Neil. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I think I've probably... It really doesn't matter, but it's, it's going to be like an amusing side yeah. plot for this. I mean, I think... Uh, didn't um, AJ wear single digits in college? Went number eight or something like that. So if it's not alien to him, then obviously... Like, well, they all have it. Plus, I am bought a jersey, so I'm easy. As, as long as long as it's not forty-one for blazing game, I'm happy. <laughs> I think that's un, that's unlikely. There was some talk about um, as AJ Brown wanted number one. Maybe, yeah, I'm not sure if that was the number he had. But obviously, Warren Moon has that retired. Mm. Uh, but he was he was open to talk. I, I don't like I don't like all that stuff. No. Um, for, for what it's worth, it should it should it should stay stay where it is. But um, and I, it there might be. They might all be a bit too polite. No, you have it. Um, no, you have it. Um, yeah. It's for AJ Brown. It's Julio's his idol, and I, I imagine he'll leave it up to him. Um, but we, we will see. All right, there you go, Julio. Julio. I think he said Julio Brown. That's how excited I am. Julio Jones and AJ Brown are both Tennessee Titans in 2021. That is some receiving core. Um, Non-Titans related um, to finish off is a sort of podette or half half podcast if you will um neil it's been a while um so you've how well firstly how's the clio uh yes fine it's actually still here um i haven't sold it just yet but it's it's gonna happen eventually um but i want long titans let me think i mean i went for my second vaccine yesterday right which i would advise anybody to do but let's not get political and all that this this isn't political. I think you're absolutely bonkers if you if you're not doing that. But anyway, 
Maybe anyway. maybe it is. I don't care. <laughs> there you go. Went to a place in Barza called Briary Campus. Brilliant operation. People in car park directing where you should be going. Socially distanced queues. Everybody with masks on. And sanitizer everywhere. Impeccably observed until I got to the table to actually have my jab. Imagine a two foot by two foot table. Four people sat around it. (laughs) 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 Because she's because she's holding a needle, does that suddenly negate the need to social distance? Or Uh, I'm 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 just I couldn't believe it. It was like all the way to the absolute point of getting vaccinated. It were so well, it was like a, a well, well-oiled machine. And then it were as if, because you were near needles, it, it, it didn't matter. <laughs> so basically sat face-to-face with three people after behaving <laughs> impeccable, COVID safe, for like half an hour while I was queuing up. I'm trying to think back. I've had one. I'm trying to think back to. I didn't feel like that. Maybe they were just where they were standing. Um, in fact, I wasn't even going to sit down. They said, "Oh, do you want to sit down? Um, you can do it standing up if you like." Um, yeah. I did. I did sit down. Um, yeah, I don't think they never don't recall the feeling that they were getting, they were getting too close. But it was two, two seconds. It's it's all like human nature, isn't it? It's yeah. all like it, it's odd to behave like we are. At minute, and it's so easy to like sort of forget yourself. And like, I'm sure the guys that were organising it all were were absolutely on top of everything they were doing. But it, it's, I suppose, it's easy to just not slip. But I think we've got to end point now. It's time for vaccine. It don't matter if we're bunch four of us on a table. Also, you're invincible because you're having it. That, yeah, that, uh... exactly. Yeah, that's that's kind of point I was trying to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Brian. Yeah, inconsistency. And it's it's so easy for people to do. I mean, I, I I've done silly things like when I'm walking across car park and yard at work, I put my mask on and then I get it off office and take it off. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I'm I like, why? I've gone I've gone that way. It says mass are mandatory, so I'm thinking, well, I've got to walk over yard with it. Now I sit down at my desk and I take it off. Well, <laughs> just little inconsistencies that niggle me. I've I've gone the other way. I end up having it on when I'm suddenly back at home and I've forgotten to take it off. It's 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 yeah. actually become so <laughs> such second nature. Um, yeah, I don't I don't care whether it's political or not, but um, if you if you can. Um, you should be getting vaccinated. That's the thing. That's opinion. Um, and it probably is political. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Brian, <laughs> non-times related, what's been eating or, oh, oh, you know, pleasing you? Who knows? I've got nothing to particularly rant about at the minute, but the, the, there was an incident that happened at the weekend at work that pissed me off a little bit. And I, I might as well tell you about it. So on a Friday, I was safe. I was safe is obviously electronic and it's all obviously linked to security and stuff and you know we take there's quite a bit of money in and out of it and on friday decided that the power pack to supply it that the power was just gonna die so so we've done followed all the procedures obviously we can't access the money in there whatever money's in the tills whatever various machinery around the shop we have to empty and remove up the road 
which is fair enough. So anyway, we we spoke to the guys about the safe to get it fixed. And he said, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it out as soon as we'll get a guy out as soon as we can. So we come in the next day, still nothing. So we phoned back up. And the guy is from over the U miles. He was from the world, the engineer. And he and he said, and I quote, I cannot, be asked, I cannot be asked to drive all the way up there on a Saturday. You'll have to wait till Monday. <laughs> that, that's that's not so a good we world impression. You can do better. And I just thought, you know, what a what a I don't swear. What an awkward sword sword. What an honest man. Put, yeah, 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 he was to be fair, but he put us he put us in a right situation because obviously Saturday is the busiest day of the week. We've ended up one of the lasses who works for us is like five foot nothing. And no, four foot nothing even. And she had she had to walk through the busy high street on a Saturday night with like four G in her pocket, and I just think that just because of this guy being a douche. <laughs> that story was only was only going to end like it did, or with him trying to steal it. That was going to go one of two ways. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he's, 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 <laughs> he's been to there and it's fixed. <laughs> that's a, that's a relief. Oh, yeah, one guy couldn't be asked, and he caused us a weekend of suffering. <laughs> oh, there's there's no crime up in the northeast. You'd have been you'd have been fine. Um, <laughs> Miles, non non Titans related. Yeah, I had um, I've got a main one to talk about. I just wanted to be very brief about a funny. What I thought was very entertaining at Tesco today, where um, I always have my idea of who's the ultimate sort of wrong and or the wrong type of person in the world at the moment. And the special award this week goes to a woman who, I don't know her name, but she knows who she is because she'll obviously listen to the podcast. And she's a wrong one where she had done her shopping and just got the trolley. And rather than putting it in the trolley bay like any decent human being, decided to just leave it against a little pole and just drive off. And as she left it against the pole, the trolley took upon itself to start acting as if it was on a hill. And it just moved away from this pole slowly and started going down the pathway. Absolutely nailed this guy's car, of which the guy was next to his car, watched a woman do this whole process. And he shouted at her and just said, hi, like, what are you doing? And her response was just to flip up the middle finger and drive off. <laughs> and the reason that I witnessed this whole thing oh. is because I'd gone into Tesco to buy um, a friend a birthday present. And I'd gone basically to the point of picking up the uh, item before remembering that I didn't have a mask on, which is something that I always do. And I've had to run outside the store, making sure no one thinks, oh, look at him, he's one of them. He doesn't think he has to wear a mask. Just to go into my car to get a mask to go back in the store just so I could buy one item of alcohol. I've had it where I constantly forget. And I I think this is coming from, I always, when we worked, we had to wear a mask. But for some reason, every time I go on a shot night, I just completely forget. And it used to be leaving my back pocket and be fine. The amount of times I've gone half on the shop, looked around and gone, hold on, wait, my face isn't really warm and I can breathe normally. What's going on? Oh, crap, I'm not wearing my mask. And I had to run outside and go and put it on. Um, the main thing I wanted to say was the quality in water from the northwest compared to Suffolk is night and day. And that's when I, because I've recently moved back on to northwest, of which all I drink is water because it's delicious. Has to be cold, but it's delicious. 
in Suffolk, the water was horrific. It was it was like I imagine it's what the hobbits went through when they were trying to destroy the ring, and that some of the stuff they had to consume it was just awful. And I've come <laughs> home, had a nice cold glass of water, and it's like everything's all right in the world. Size size well B. That's what it, that's what it is. Um, I mean, it, it glows it in the pollution. dark as well. It does. I, I suddenly grilled an extra arm, and I don't know how that happened. But <laughs> people come here for that analysis. <laughs> Water quality. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they definitely do. Uh, oh, we've got an aquifer near here. Causes all sorts of problems. That's, <laughs> a, that's another story. Um, I'm going I'm to finish with Park Run, um, which I have dragged myself around when they when they were doing it. Um, if you're not familiar with Park Run, it's it's a free 5k run with like-minded people in a park. Most town, most towns have got one. Nine a.m. on the Saturday, gets just an excuse to drag you out out there, and it's not an elitist thing whatsoever. In fact, it, yeah, any any level, it's a great, it's fantastic. I've done this a couple of years. Obviously, it's stopped for COVID, and they're bringing it back. Hopefully, at the end of June, um, they've had all sorts of issues with councils, COVID protocols, getting it all agreed. But I think it's finally happening. Um, but this is, this is, I'm not criticising them at all, by the way, um, but this just sort of made me laugh. I'm not quite sure if they realise the irony of what they're doing here, but because it's it's always been free and sponsors have, like Vitality have sponsored it. There you go, shout out Vitality. Um, but Parkrun are now appealing for donations um, and it's something called Parkrun Forever. And by joining Parkrun Forever, your regular donations will help keep Parkrun the way we've always wanted it to be, free for everyone forever. But uh, literally, what? you're asking people to pay <laughs> so it can remain free. Now, they've not <laughs> said that the donation. Here. They've not said the donations have to be financial. Uh, well, kindly <laughs> written notes. Miles <laughs> clean water. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the water quality um anyway uh it, Nash, nashville water is better than atlanta water and that's the main message that we need to leave everyone with <laughs> just one last thing while we're, we're i was looking for our podcast to listen to today to obviously devour opinion about this all the Jones trade. And I went on Athletic app. I don't know if you, any of you guys have used the Athletic, but they have like team specific podcasts. Okay, yeah. Titans one. So if anybody at the Athletics listening, we're open to, you know, six, seven figure offers <laughs> to uh, all, qu- three, all quality streets. Two figure offers, to be yeah. honest. Quality yeah. streets. That'll do. Uh, Just a decent bottle of H2O. Yeah. <laughs> Some Volvic. So anybody, if anybody at Athletics listening, we could fill that void. <laughs> Not well, but we can fill it. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely fill a pretty niche void. <laughs> that's 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 what we do. Um, is it Joe Joe Rex Road does that? I, yeah. Maybe I'm talking absolute nonsense. It is him, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I think it, it covers predators as well. I'm I'm not hundred percent sure, but it was right about all things Tennessee on there. Yeah, I've never I, I because athletic the athletic has 
behind a paywall. I've just never done it, but I think I'm probably missing out. I mean, I do it for Leeds stuff. Uh, there's like podcasts and articles, and I've got one at one of Best Leeds journals from Evening Post that I kind of poached him. Um, and I missed reading his stuff, so I gave it a go, and I've had it ever since. But it's it's actually quite good. Uh, not just plugging them because I want them to uh, adopt us as their official Titans podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send them a tweet. <laughs> Well, there, there, there we go. Um, that's double the length that I probably expected this to be, but it was worth it to celebrate what is uh, hopefully a, yeah, Julio, Julio, season defining, well, era defining, who knows? Um, I'm home, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank, thanks all of you. Um, yeah, nice to get together. Um, we should, we'll, do, we'll do it again soon. You never know. Um, in the meantime, oh, hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or someone else just retires. <laughs> who, who knows? Um, what what happens though? A comp pick from that because we we lost the comp pick because of signing him, but now he's retired. Do we get that comp pick back? I I don't know. Yeah. A, a better man would have researched that. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> Insert answer here. <laughs> oh, yeah, let, let us know at Transatlantic TN if you've any idea. If uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, just just send us more tweets about Julio. That's what we really want, right? Um, <laughs> let, let, let's get out of here. Um, we'll see. We'll preview the season properly at some point soon, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, tighten up in the meantime. Tighten up. Oh.